You're listening to episode 317 of the Major Issues Podcast and Holy Multiverse Batman, we're here to cover Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1. The Major Issues Podcast starts right now! Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're listening to this, you can only be here for one reason, and that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you each and every week by ComicBookClick.com, and as always, I am never alone, sir, if you could please introduce yourself. What up everybody, it's John Escudero here, aka Yogi. Yogi is here. It's been some time. I'm glad I have you here with me because we are tackling quite a story here today. One adapted several times, but finally adapted in animation in a two-part series, but we've only got part right. one so far. Three, a three-part series. This is a three-part series. Yeah. That makes way more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> that explains some things. <laughs> yes, it, yes it, it definitely does. We are here to tackle uh, Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1, which just came out, uh, what, less than a month ago, I would say? Yeah, a couple weeks ago, depending on if you waited for uh, digital or physical. You yeah. Know, and two I two release dates now. I think it's so interesting, right? We just covered season two of Marvel's What If. That's their, you know, multiverse trotting uh, adventure of sorts. Uh, we're busting open the multiverse saga with all the things that are supposed to be happening in Deadpool 3, the things that we've seen happen in uh, Spider-Man 3, uh, No Way Home, etc. and so forth. But DC kind of built this game, didn't they? Oh yeah, this. I mean, with stories like this, with before Crisis on Infinite Earths, the whole every year they did a uh, crossover of the multiverse. They were called Crisis Story. DC basically set this table. Uh, yes. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. While while they were bit, while they were but, doing this, they, while they were setting that table, uh, Marvel was setting the action figures table with Secret Wars. That's what they were doing on their side, where they were like, <laughs> "We're, we're going to do a crossover too," <laughs> but. Just Cheap plug, though, if you want to dig more into the original story, George and I took a good couple of hours to break that down. Uh, excellent did, episode we did. we did ourselves in the archives. Go check that out. I was in the shower getting PTSD. I was like, towers and shadow monsters. <laughs> and I was like, I remember. I was like, we definitely covered this in depth. And we did. We did cover not only the uh, comic book adaptation, but I believe we even covered the, the CW, um, yes. CW, yeah, the CW verse. Yeah. So now you're you're with me tied for because um once I got like super deep into comics, I got my heart broken twice realizing how butchered the uh, the yeah. adaptations of Dark Phoenix yeah. Saga were <laughs> in various different forms uh, in films twice, which is rare. <laughs> but I would say the X Men animated series probably got us the best. Uh, version of that now this is a very different story before we get into full spoilers um but before we get into all of what this story entails i guess i just wanted to ask you um how do you feel like dc's been handling these adaptations of crisis and what do you think if anything they're missing 
Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths is a big one. And first, I guess I should preface this by saying it's one of my favorite stories. Like, I love, I love Crisis on Infinite Earths so much. It's so, but it's so dense, you know? It's yeah. so full of exposition, you know? Right. And uh, uh, some of that, I feel like, doesn't translate to television and film as well as you would like it to. Right. So that's that's why I was actually really excited when I saw that the cartoon, the animated version was gonna use the flash as like a grounded POV of the crisis. Of course it didn't go <laughs> it didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go, but I thought when I thought that was what they were gonna do, I was like, Oh, this is a good idea. Um right. and then when they went a different way. But that being said, you know, I be, I after this after you know, I originally heard they were going to do a fucking animated trilogy of the Crisis <laughs> on Infinite Earths, and I said, "Well, right. damn! If there was ever any room to adapt that story as close as possible, it would be across, you know, uh, four hours, right? Because if each right. one's an hour and a half, you know, it's about four and a half hours, or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, four and a half hours. So I thought, like, man, this should be one to one." <laughs> like, right, right, and they were like, "No, we have a, we have our own version of our 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 own crisis on Infinite Earths." Like an anti monitor yeah. came here tomorrow. Uh, um, tomorrow, an anti monitor came to this multiverse and did something. You know, right. like, oh, okay, well, then. well, I mean, now that I understand that, I guess we'll see what happens. Right. Were you surprised at all that they were doing this in the Tomorrowverse? I mean, this universe basically uh, no, kind of just no. started in 2020. I was surprised um, that they were already doing this, for sure. That right. they are already doing fucking... This is on Infinite Earth, basically ending this... <laughs> um, ending this universe, multiverse, whatever they want to call it. But dense, uh, corporate-wise, because James Gunn is in charge of DC now, and they're going to be shifting there. Uh, strategies so even right. the people that created i think even the producers of this trilogy were saying like they they knew that this was going to be the end because of corporate shifting and uh, they don't even know what's going to happen next with dc animation right do you have a lot of fondness for the tomorrow verse uh no um it's all right it's rough right it's a little rough it's a little rough it's a little rough i don't cause... know how to it it was well intended. I mean, they tried, man. They they, but it feels like they got their their budget cut on animated films and right. these Tomorrowverse movies. They they look cheap to me, and they feel cheap. And there were some moments in this one that were like, "There's no fucking way they left that in looking <laughs> as looking as uh, cheap as that looks." But I don't know. Like, there's maybe, no need for that pause unless they're not in the room together. <laughs> like, that's press- missing. Call like, and response. <laughs> yeah, like I'm probably missing frames. Like this, <laughs> right, right. But um, I think because I was really fond of the last, uh, I was fond of the last New Fifty Two ish universe. Yeah, they did. And uh, when they ended it, I thought it was, I thought it was bold. I know a lot of people. I think people hate it. I don't know how they feel about. It. I've never how people feel about. Uh, the Tomorrowverse movies. I don't. I've never cared. I mean, Tomorrowverse. Well, any DC animated films. Actually, I don't know which ones are right. Which ones people hate. Genuinely, it's a fresh. <laughs> well, you know, like 
I always think of my journey with those animated films, starting with Red Hood. I, like yeah. that just that's what screams to me is like that was one of the first animated uh, you know films that I had seen, and wow. DC was going through some great. Uh, I mean, obviously, like besides like Phantasm, I saw Sub Zero, right? Like uh, Sub Zero. Sub Zero <laughs> was like my first real DC movie. Like, we gotta cover Sub Zero <laughs> over and over and over again. I watched that so many times, over and over and over and over and over again. It was like yeah. my shit. Um, but but particularly that that universe that started with Justice League War and ended with um Justice League uh Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Uh, which was, was like, metal as hell like that whole ending was like, i'm like i'm like what but it's insane <laughs> that, that so I, I i actually really like because it's very comic books and it's very dc that you know they were like we're gonna end this universe because they're doing something else corporately so like somebody thought like what if we actually end this fucking universe right like we end the universe and then reset it yeah and that's how the next how that's how the next movie universe happens and that's really cool because it didn't just end and then the next universe started and then we acted like you know it was gone like there right. were consequences there were actual like that didn't that wasn't over like that happened and fucking reset the whole fucking universe and we had a whole new universe of movies literally corporately and 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 in canon right and it still had consequences that tied back to the end of the original of the previous connected films universe i like that i like things like that yeah, because even if it's gonna be some kind of corporate mandate, you can still weave some create creative threads. And so the, as they do, sense. it's yeah. comics that happens all the time in comic books, and that's why I really uh, I respect that they did that, and I appreciate it. You weave in and out of the, you weave around editorial. You know, like you do what you can do to tie things in, and maybe sometimes they catch it, stop you, and other times they don't. You know, they don't even know what's going on. Did you watch? Did you watch much uh, all the Tomorrowverse movies? Not all of them. I think I saw Superman Man of Tomorrow. I saw the World War II one where Flash uh, ends up in World War II meets Wonder Woman. There's eight uh, of these. Was it? Was it confirmed yeah. in that movie that that was Earth 2? Did we know I that? I want to say. I want to say. I know it was definitely another Earth. I don't know if he would have had the, the mind state to give we it know a number. now. Like now, like as in Crisis, I think they spelled it out. Like, oh, that was Earth too. Um, mm -hmm. But and I mean, and it felt like it. It looked like it, you know. Uh, yeah. Ah, so it it is um, Man of Tomorrow, yeah. which I've seen. Justice Society World War Two, which I've seen. Yeah. Batman: The Long Halloween Parts One and Two, which I've seen. And we've covered. Uh, Go check that out. Yep. Green Lantern, Beware My Power, which I believe we also covered. Uh, if you did, I wasn't on that. I'm not a fan of that. No. I'm not uh, a fan of that. <laughs> Legion of Superheroes, which I definitely yeah. didn't see. That's pretty good. Supergirl movie. Uh, um, Justice League World. World War World. War World. God, that's so hard for me to say. <laughs> yes. Justice League War World was that the was... last thing. And that was supposed yeah. to be what what the ending of this was too which because yeah. i didn't see world world i was like uh oh no is, is that <laughs> like pirate batman caveman batman what are we doing here <laughs> it uh it was um it was an interesting movie and it definitely it it absolutely just is a prequel to just justice league crisis on the infinite earths film but um it, it it's strange because it doesn't tell you what it is what it is 
now that I've seen it, I can describe it as a sort of analog, um, not analog, I apologize, anthology film that kind of tells you three different stories, period piece stories with Batman, one with Batman, one with Superman, and one with Wonder Woman in different periods of time. But at the end, it turns out that uh, you don't know what the fuck is going on when you're watching this. You're like, why is why are we here? Like, what are we doing? Why is Batman right. teaming up with with the Warlord? Like, nobody even knows who the Warlord is. This is crazy. Like, what are we doing? Right. Holy shit! Uh, and then it turns out that they're all on War Worlds and they're having their minds fucked with by white Martians. Uh, who have ah. John tied up, and it's like, what the fuck? Like it's the <laughs> Mongol turns up for the last nine minutes. It, 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 it's a it's a fucking disappointment, honestly. But there's a right, scene. Right, in, right. There's a scene in that movie where um, Bruce is trapped in that weird time period, and he does he sees a vision of a ghost, and the ghost says, "Bruce, Bruce," and he doesn't know. He's like, "What the fuck? What is that?" And that that okay. that shows up in Crisis, and it is meant to uh, tie—not tie, but I guess adapt that part of the comics where Barry was showing up in kind of the peripheral issues of comic books, leading into yeah. Crisis, you know, as a shadow. Yeah. So I thought, like, did they try? I like little things like that. <laughs> I was just, I was just caught off guard by how not. <laughs> how crisis yeah <laughs> how not crisis it is yeah it's yeah. it's so interesting because like i feel like half of this film you could have called it anything and i think it still works i think it's i you know i'm still entertained by it um it can get a little bit difficult to follow because uh flash is a time traveler and in this he doesn't specifically uh seem to know or have control over where he's going at certain points in time. So it was hard to take notes because I literally had to come up with um, a speed force trip is what I would call whenever he would go into the speed force and see all those circles and stuff like that. So getting Uh, into, I mean, talking about that, just talking about that mechanic and the way they used it um, and being someone who read the book, we went over it extensively. Did you, did you think that that was Barry at the end of the story? Because I thought that's what this was. I thought that this was, you know, at the end of the original story, when yes, he yes. runs around the fucking thing, uh, the the cosmic for- tuning fork. <laughs> what yeah. it is? What is yeah. it called? Yeah, the tuning fork. Um, yeah, is it? That's really strange. Um, so the, the he runs around <laughs> the cosmic tuning fork, and then he appears at different moments in time because he's dying. I thought that's what right. this was, and it made. Yeah. And I understood the movie because I thought that's what this was until we find out that it wasn't. Right, I thought they were doing the whole like he becomes the lightning thing because he even says like he says like yeah he says um (laughs) the speed force will be done with you when it chooses to be done with you or something like that Mm -hmm. I'm like oh cyclical nature ACDC we're going back to you know we're closing the loop kind of stuff and then it was like oh no we're not doing that so then wait (laughs) and then I had a bunch of more questions um let me get the homework out of the way so Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part One is an American animated superhero film based on the DC Comics superhero team, The Justice League, based on the DC Comics storyline Crisis on Infinite Earths from 1985 to 1986 by Marv Wolfman and George Perez. Uh, the film is directed by James Wamester from a script by Jim Craig. It is the eighth installment in the Tomorrowverse, sharing its continuity with the films of the franchise that began, began with Superman Man of Tomorrow and it is the first part of a trilogy of films. 
Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earth Part 1 was released on January 9th, 2024, with two sequels uh, scheduled to be released throughout the rest of the year. The film was dedicated to comic artist legend George Perez, who died Rest on May 6th, 2022. Rest in peace. Um, we're supposed to still be getting Creature Commandos this year, huh? Yes, that's what they said. Do you think the idea is to finish this before that? I don't think that that is meant to replace this universe. I just think that they're meant, they're going to shift their entire strategy on how they release movies and things like that. So they're probably going to either start a new universe or not go back to connected films they might just go back to um i would prefer that they go and start adapting stories one-to-one in fucking animation like <laughs> i'm saying and i know like it's like oh yeah. no it's just this elitist thing but no man before the justice league war thing right they like you mentioned doom doom was the shit um mm -hmm. uh red hood you mentioned under the red hood they yep. had things like that. It was in the Red Hood. You had um, you had Doom, and the only problem back then was like, well, they won't let them go past the seventy-five minute limit, so they had to cut a lot of stuff out. But I appreciated that effort more right. than going through all the effort of sticking this in the universe. So like, like a Monkey Paw, we got the extra time. They're willing to give these movies two parts and three parts. They did Death of Superman again. Remember, originally, the Death of Superman movie was like, oh, my God, they're adapting the cartoon. But, I mean, they're adapting the comic, but it's only 75 minutes, so they had to cut too much shit out, way too much shit out. So now right. they're going to do two parts, the death yep. and the return. That's perfect. That's exactly what you... Wait, what are you doing? Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop right there. We have the right. space, but now they're putting all their effort into fitting it into the continuity of the universe. <laughs> right. Fuck, Fuck my <laughs> life. It, is, it does come off as strange because um, it, I, I even spoke about this as far as covering some of these stories, right? I, I always had the, the, um, like the thing that stuck in the back of my mind is like, okay, so if we cover, I don't know, um, a metal, do we have to cover like Son of Batman before that, right? To introduce who Damian Wayne is. Now, it, it's way less on us. It's <laughs> like reviewers of comics and stuff, but DC seems to have been in the business for quite some time of just picking books off up the shelf without realizing where they land in the mainline continuity as far as the timeline um, and their significance. Th this was definitely that like the we're watching a crisis movie in which the Justice League becomes the Justice League in it. Right, so like, where's the where's the stakes for the team that we that just became a team? It's insane. You know, like you can't you can't just shuffle those things around. Um, and they did they did this a little bit of this in the movies, and that that's why people were always like, well, you even when Marvel does it, sometimes people are like, you you can't do that story. You can't like you're telling a story called the Titanic. I'm going to expect the iceberg. The iceberg is in you know, uh, is tied to is intrinsic with the titanic so when you do venom and there's no spider-man <laughs> i'm yeah. like you've, you've, you've messed up the formula of this cake and now That's it's gonna taste idea. terrible <laughs> you know you you have all the ingredients of the cake you know i recognize them I'm like oh yeah i know that i know that i know that but you put them in the wrong order so now it's like, it's like this weird around, pudding swinging around naked <laughs> no spider right. on his chest fucking disgusting right. it's, it's it's ridiculous so it, it just it feels weird like 
Crisis felt like the ultimate ending for the Arrowverse. At that point, that has had been going on eight years. Several different spinoffs and shows. So you cared about the characters. You cared about, you know, even alternate worlds because you had been introduced to alternate worlds before. I liked in this that they played a little bit around with that. Like, um, you know, uh, where other characters might live. Other characters we may recognize in, in the vast uh, multiverse of DC animation. But, like, it would be super cool if, like, the Titans popped up in this. You know? It would be super cool. Like, the, the Titans Titans <laughs> popped up yeah. in this. And maybe even the Teen Titans Go! people popped up in this i expect you know i expect that down the line like one of the things i one of the things that the cw uh adaptation did uh they paid a little more respect to the source material i think and i don't mean (laughs) that like oh they're disrespecting it by making this movie i just mean that they fit while they did fit it into their continuity they did try to hit more of the major plot marks of crisis on infinite earth than I feel this did. I thought um I thought they pulled the concept of crisis and they decided to take the idea of crisis and fit it into their world and it's like well that's a damn disappointment. But getting that out of the way, I guess like if I put that aside because I mean I guess that's a bias because I already have an emotional attachment to the original <laughs> to the original story but objectively <clears throat> I just think spending 45% of the movie of Crisis on Infinite Earths telling a Justice League origin story is like Mm -hmm. objectively a fucking, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Even if it was entertaining, even if it wasn't like structurally bad, even if the Mazo thing came around in the end, I just think like, fuck, this is <laughs> I thought they had a pretty compelling little Amazo story on their hands. Too. It was interesting. You know, I was, I was sitting here yeah. like, huh? Well, and no, I was like, no, oh, wait, really yeah, cool. this is Crisis. <laughs> I was like, wait, we gotta get, we're about to get into the Crisis. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I mean, I'm just glad they didn't do no Paragons in this. Um, I could have done yeah, without the seven Paragons, Paragons of a whole but I, guess, love. But I think, But I think that's what they weren't they? There were Paragons. But it wasn't like that. I don't think that they were like, like chosen though. Yeah, I think it was just everybody that they called. I think everybody right. that the monitor called into the thing was like, "This is who we need." I don't even remember right. who called them paragons. They were just the dudes. I don't. No, I don't think so. this is our the army. Dudes. These are the dudes. <laughs> it's crazy because I remember like a lot of um. This is this is a random aside. Uh, I remember a lot of uh, Doctor Light being in this, the female Doctor Light. Yeah. And she's in the film as well. Um, but then like you were just talking about like secret we were just talking about secret wars and they, they like, just made Monica look like Dr. Light after a while. Like they just they just <laughs> they, they, they just gra- grabbed up that whole thing and they're like, Oh yeah, uh this is how she looks now. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. Well I guess that works. Um yeah, yeah, I guess we have a, bu- a bunch to get into. So let's get into Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1. But first, we cover a lot here on uh, <laughs> Comic Book Clicking on the Major Issues Podcast. And if you find yourself exhausted with the sheer amount of comic book media out there to watch, review, and cover, boy, do I know the feeling. I've got good news, though. You don't need the Speed Force to scour the multiverse for a pick-me-up, thanks to the brilliant people over at Magic Mind. Say goodbye to your normal 
gallon of coffee per day and say hello to this little green elixir made of the finest ingredients to improve awareness, mood, and overall energy. I started taking Magic Mind alongside my cup of coffee each morning and I have seen drastic improvements in my focus and sleep and I want you to reap the same benefits that I have. Coffee jitters are a thing of the past as Magic Mind makes me more productive and more focused. I get more done in less time thanks to the organic ingredients and the nootropics inside that improve attention, concentration, and cognition. Look, I wouldn't even be able to say words like that without Magic Mind. <laughs> the ashwagandha, that doesn't come from Wakanda, and it reduces stress and anxiety, which lets me drift off into a peaceful sleep each night after kicking butt making content. And I feel like I'm in a whole new gear with this stuff. Uh, like I said, you know, to stay up to read, to stay up to cover, to take notes for this stuff. I'm usually chugging and chugging, chugging along just cups and cups of coffee. And then I can't get to bed because I'm all, you know, up. I'm all jittery. I'm all nervous. I have all this anxiety. Um, now I only need one cup of coffee. I take my little magic mind with me to work and it works. Uh, and that's why I stand behind this stuff because it does work. It helps me and I know it can help anyone else who struggles with balancing their energy levels on a day-to-day -day basis. The best part is the people over at magic mind are making it easier for our listeners to get in on the trend. If you visit www.magicmind.com slash J A N major issues, you can get one month free when you're subscribing for three months. So that's a 33% off discount just for being a listener of the Major Issues podcast. You see that, people? It always pays off. So go to www.magicmind.com slash J-A-N Major Issues to get one month free when you're subscribing for three months. Those links will be in the show's description. Go ahead and grab you up some Magic Mind because, as we all know, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. But speaking of waste, now our story begins with <laughs> Barry Allen's The Flash running through the Speed Force and witnessing various Earths being destroyed. Oh, by the way, if I have any of this wrong, correct me, because this is all just my perception of what I'm seeing on the screen. Yeah. So if anything is wrong, just, you know, just chime in. Uh, he awakens in his lab and decides to go to his local diner to chat with his crush, Iris West, who works there. He asks her on a date, but notices a strange elderly man demanding he get up. Suddenly, he's dressed in his flash attire and is in the midst of battle against a relentless android. Luckily, he isn't alone as Superman manages to save him from danger. Things aren't what they seem, though, as Barry somehow knows that the android is named Amazo. The android shows the ability to steal the powers of metahumans, but Flash saves the Man of Steel before he can be eliminated. Even with his super speed, Amazo has Flash on the ropes until the cavalry arrives in the form of Green Arrow. He gets the metas away from the destruction, and Superman pleads for them to take him to Wayne Manor, but the other two don't know why. So, yeah, I thought this was a pretty cool and... um. What do you call it? Like uh, energetic beginning, you know, no real big crawl. We're just kind of thrust into this. But I guess like one of the things I had a question of is like, even when Barry goes to the diner, he's aware that he's been to the future. Correct. He's he's aware. Is it like dream? It's like dream status. Where like, it's like this. He's getting like so, weird deja vu. 
you can imagine like because you should you gotta because i guess to completely comprehend it you kind of have to find an origin point for this barry to understand how this much he knows true. right this is also true so yes the, the way i saw it is that his origin point is <clears throat> that moment at the towards the yeah almost the end of the film where he freezes uh where he freezes time yes uh and they he lives in that moment with Iris, uh, and right. then uh, eventually he he does do this. He does spin around and do that shit. Uh, yeah. So I that's I feel like that's the origin Barry that moment where he froze time. So everything up to that point, he has a passing knowledge of. He just doesn't realize at the beginning of this film, he doesn't know where that knowledge is coming from. He's in a dream state, basically, right. almost. Except that it's not a dream because he's a speedster, and what would it be a dream state to us? Is an actual moment that he traveled back to uh, by accident while doing whatever he's doing at that origin point. That's how right. I. That's how I comprehended it. You know what's, what's interesting? I've you know although they're the two completely different um, interpretations of it, I always did like how the um, CW and even uh, the Flash film depicted him running through time like literally running through moments moments passing yeah. him by years decades and stuff like that passing him by which i thought was really interesting in this um i also expected green arrow to be batman but i'm glad green arrow's here um he definitely brings a uh comedic tone to all this especially considering he has no superpowers yeah yeah there's a lot more green arrow than uh, I forget. I'm used to seeing. I forgot that we can see the real, more comic <laughs> Oliver on screen. Yeah. I always think of him yelling at Diggle. You were on drugs when you were the Green yeah. Arrow. Your bro- you killed your brother. <laughs> your best friend. Best friend. You Why did you say that? <laughs> Why did you say I mean, that? I mean, it's these best friend cups. <laughs> what are you? Th- what are you doing? Um. Suddenly, Barry is running through the Speed Force again, but this time awakens to find himself in conversation with Iris, who's asking what flowers they should have for their wedding reception. Barry tells her that they had Iris's on every table, showing he has knowledge of the future, and she scolds him for not being present. They come across a homeless man who warns Barry that all the worlds are ending before placing his hand on him. Suddenly, Barry's in the Speed Force again, and he wakes up, in his home with Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson at the door. Uh, did you have any sort of clue as to who this gentleman was touching people on the head? Yeah, I think I figured that. I went out pretty fast. I was out of it. Movie, like, there's a movie that leaves him. Um, there's a whole Constantine movie. Um, and it's it's not, not, not of this, huh? Interesting. It's, it's connected to the both the Tomorrowverse and the um the other I don't know what they call that one. It was the they had like that one like City of something or wasn't it? Yeah, I forgot the name of it honestly. But but essentially he's a he's he's the pariah character. Like there's no pariah. The pariah is Constantine here, and it's because of what he did at uh you know it's because he convinced Barry to reset the fucking universe. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, he you remember he he told Barry like you did this. You messed up our world. You got all these Justice Leaguers killed and turned into robots. Uh, so you should reset. Because <laughs> he, was like, he was, was canon to that other universe. Yes. It's that that's, Constantine. That's way served. better. Isn't that, that cool? That, like he's serving yeah, the consequence of 
creating this eight universe, eight movie universe. And he straight up says it. it. He, straight, he straight up says it. He, and Barry's he, he, got the yeah. guilt too for being the person who I flash pointed and fucking tried to do it again. <laughs> I love that. Um, he's like trying to explain all this to Barry or the Spectre is, I think, at one point trying to explain all this to Barry and Barry's like old and dying. He's like, I don't know what. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, old man in the green underwear. Can we just go home? What's I all don't this remember about? any of this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I just get me back to Iris. Or is, is this done? Is she not coming back? <laughs> Where is Iris? <laughs> um, what did you think of? What do you think of uh, Jason Echoes as Batman? He's a good Batman. I think he's got a good Batman yeah. voice. I don't hear the, like I, I don't hear the Red Hood, which is what I was scared of. I was like, oh no, I'm worried it's like it's just gonna be Red Hood. Uh, yeah. but no, he puts yeah. an, he put an effort into voice acting, and I appreciate that. It's not just Jason Eccles Eccles Eccles. Yeah. I don't know how to fucking pronounce his name. Eccles. It's weird he doesn't. I, I'm so used to Conroy that I feel like he's nailed the um, stoic nature, yeah. but I don't, I don't feel any warmth from his Batman at all. No, no, <laughs> like, no. He's cold. Anything. He's cold. He yeah. doesn't feel. I and maybe feel on purpose. You know? I don't feel connection to his Batman. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess you mentioned it. No, no. What do you, I'll bring no, I'll say right now, what did you think about Bruce? He, uh, you know, he asked Barry for help putting Dick in an orphanage. I thought that was funny. That's funny. I've seen a lot of that. Like, I've seen, I, I don't remember what I was reading. It, it might have been the world's finest book I've been reading lately, but it, it, mm -hmm. there's a moment before he has Dick where it's like, uh, I don't. I don't know what I would do. Like I. I don't know what I would do with if, I, if I had a fucking kid. I'm not sure. Hey, I can't imagine Bruce even ever thought he would do that. So that makes perfect sense that he's like, I don't put this shit in, a, in an orphanage or something. I don't. I don't know what to do with this thing. It's broken. <laughs> I, I do think it makes sense in all adaptations for him to be convinced. Yeah. You gotta I think this. if he just takes it upon himself unilaterally, it seems a little creepy. <laughs> it is also weird. Like beyond the creepy part, it's like you looked at this child and you were like, perfect for war. <laughs> yeah. Perfect for yeah. this war. Right. This and, violent war. And that and that only serves half of your life. Yeah. And I gotta right? raise it too. So yeah. So it reminds <laughs> me I think they did it really well in uh Lego Batman, where he's like, Oh, he's still here? He's like, yes, you have to deal with him all the time. Like every waking day, not just when you're Batman. Like, you have to find some stuff for his ass to do. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, and yeah, like, I, I, th I do think that, yeah, he should be convinced. Um, but Barry advises him to take him under his wing. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Speed Force flashback to Superman in the Batcave from the Amazo attack. Bruce lets the other know that he's Batman and he knows who they are too. With his tech, he can deduce that this Amazo android has the ability to take and store the powers of Metas and was made by Dr. Ivo, who has been reported missing. Bruce thinks that all of this is a distraction for something bigger. The next morning, the guys have coffee and Barry tells them that, they're, that on another Earth, they formed a super team. Bruce loves the idea and recruits Vixen and Martian Manhunter to join their cause. Were you cool. uh, were you yeah. not digging uh, Green Lantern? Not not <laughs> joining Hal Jordan? No, no, that's fine. I don't like how they treated Hal Jordan in this universe. At okay. all. so this was just an extension of that. Like, what the fuck did oh, Hal do to wait. in this universe? <laughs> I'm just remembering where yeah. my power. Yeah, yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? 
Like, what the <laughs> fuck did Hal Jordan do it to somebody? <laughs> like, I somebody must really subscribe to the idea. Like, some people really, because a lot of some people don't know Hal Jordan. They just see him as his pestish. He's like a fucking yeah. blonde caricature land. of the green. Yeah, like yeah, a nineteen forties like, Green Lantern. Like, oh, he's got so there's so much you can do with Hal Jordan. Like, I like John Stewart too. Don't get me wrong, he's very cool. But what the fuck? This is yeah. I hate it. So this yeah. was nothing compared to how I've already seen him treated in this universe. Like, okay, he doesn't join. Fine. Fuck you, yeah, there's dude. nothing. There's nothing wrong with skipping somebody in the legacy thing, but don't yada yada them. Don't like no yada oh, yeah, yada. Also, beyond yada yada, <laughs> they did the has all right because the evil when, one when he turns into Pariah. Like there was a moment in the history in DC history where they did turn him evil, but even in that original story arc, he fucking decides to fly himself into the sun. Like that's yeah. how much it overpowers him. This universe is turn him evil he wasn't even like he turned evil he was just evil like he was just an yeah. asshole and then they yeah. kill him and he's no yep. chance for redemption like he's just a dead villain get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> well good thing the elderly man randomly appears while they're talking to the green <laughs> green lantern and he places his uh hand on barry's head which causes him to go through another speed force trip where he ends up on earth three uh Barry encounters his criminal doppelganger, Johnny Quick, and is captured by the Crime Syndicate, which is this Earth's Justice League, but evil. Do you remember the first time you met this Crime Syndicate? Um, yes, it would have been Crisis on Two Earths, the animated movie. That oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is, how, this is how crucial these things are. We need to yeah. get back to these movies just that are just animated, not connected to nothing. We're just telling yeah. the damn story, man. We need to get back to that bread and butter. That was my first experience with the crime syndicate. James Woods is Owl Man. He's a good Owl Man. <laughs> He's a great Owl Man. The nihilist. Right. Uh yeah. That's actually this version of the crime syndicate was pretty um I really like this. <laughs> <laughs> they sort of they sort of nailed it my crime syndicate like I, i've seen the film that you were talking about i vaguely remember them being one of the earths destroyed in in the actual book yeah they were the first um, they were the it was very similar to this like they actually uh recreated they adapted that part the death of the crime syndicate really well yeah uh, yeah yeah um, but I always, when I think of them, even though this wasn't my first time seeing them, I always think of Forever Evil. Like I just think <laughs> of them coming through and you know kind of cutting us off. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that story. I, I'm not. It's not like the greatest story I've ever read, but I actually remember having fun with um for all the new Fifty Two of it. You know, like all of the new yeah. Fifty Two things you can hate about New Fifty Two. I had fun with Forever Evil and um Lex Luther. As trying to that's be when you hero. get B zero, right? Yeah, B zero. Come on, actually, yeah. bro. That's right? so good. Right? It's so good. Come on. And then you had like uh, the one shots. Like I remember when Mance is like, he's dead. Ah, oh, yeah. forget all this. Like forget life. Yeah. <laughs> what is there to yeah. do? <laughs> and I was like, that was pretty well done. I was like, I'm depressed. What's going on now? It was fine. I loved it. I thought it was fun. Very fun. They held. They held Dick Grayson in Town Square. With yeah, the, you know, roped yeah. up or whatever, they had some the guys rogues. The rogues yeah. when they jumped Johnny Quick, that was yeah, so they awesome. Froze, they froze, uh, they froze, froze his, his leg. leg off. And, yeah, 
He's like, what's the son. difference between you and the Flash? We, uh, he has respect for us, and uh, he has two legs. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. that shit off. So, so uh, good. So good. Um, so, bu- 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 Speed Force trip, we are suddenly at a press conference unveiling the Justice League headquarters. Barry stumbles over announcing the team's new name, which I thought was pretty interesting because he met the Justice Society. So I think that's why he was quick to try to I like call that, them the Justice Society. I like that he was inspired by the Justice Society to to do Justice League because that's mm-hmm. uh that's that's a nice little callback to how it actually goes. Later yeah. on, I like when when he's talking to Iris, he's like, "I need to talk to you about the Flash." He's like, "Jay Garrick, like, what are you?" <laughs> yeah, <doing?"> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, clever, clever. Um. Boy, he gives the, the team their new name, the Justice League, when suddenly Amazo attacks. What do you think of this Amazo look? We've seen a couple of Amazos over the years. It's weird. Uh, he this was one weird. here? Yeah, he was weird. Yeah. I'm not, I know some people, some people's Amazo is the Justice, uh, the the animated series one, like the gold blob. I call that one uh, Tabula Rasa because I think that's the name of the <laughs> episode. Yeah, and it means clean slate, which is just like he's just a gold. Thing. <laughs> he's like the easiest fucking thing. Yeah, someone just, just like, designed. Imagine yeah. presenting that. This is my amazing. <laughs> Who the fuck said yes? That's crazy. No, my amazing is the one that looks like a villain. You know, he's got like the he looks the like one that a looks bad. like a genie. You mean? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, it doesn't make any sense at all. But that's just right. how I like seeing him. <laughs> as long I as he's not a ship. Okay, so I'm looking up the Amazo from from the Arrowverse because I completely forgot. He just looks like, isn't it? It it is at first. It is at first, but he he straight up shows up. Okay, they fight him in the in the Elseworlds um (laughs) thing. I remember because whatever superhero he had the power of, that crest would pop up on his chest before he did anything. But he just looks like a skeletal, a skeletal like a cyborg thing. Crazy motherfuckers. Yes. Um, so yeah, there are there are several looks. This this one looked like it tried to incorporate a little bit of the color scheme, the green and the uh, yellow from the genie. <laughs> I always think it's out of the genie, <laughs> genie amazo. Um, boom, boom, boom. I like this part. Uh, Barry's like saving people. He's in the speed for saving people, and then like. Um, they start having a conversation because he's taking some of Barry's speed so they can yeah. converse in the speed force. And um, Amazo doesn't seem like a killer robot. Doesn't seem like, a, you know, I've been programmed to destroy you all. Um, it actually explains that Ivo built him to enrich and preserve human life. So Barry's like, uh, you're doing like the opposite. There's so many people dying because of what you're doing right now. <laughs> and uh, he, 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 you know, he basically becomes a racist and he's like, uh, I got new parameters and we don't consider metas humans. So <laughs> they're good to all go. Right. And I was like, oh, all right. And it is revealed. Go ahead, brother. I was going to say, man, uh, for what it's worth, this is, it's a really, it's a really good original story. Yeah. I think I really enjoy I, I would have. I wish I would have been prepared for it to be like an original story. I feel like even the trailer hinted at more of a crisis than <clears throat> we got. 
So I wish I was more right. prepared for it to be what it was. Because uh, it was pretty good. I mean, the Amazing stuff wasn't bad. Like this wasn't a bad origin for the Justice League. It wasn't there wasn't anything bad about it. Because I, I looked around too after I finished the movie, I was like, man, I feel really sour about this. And I look around, every yeah. fucking body else, everybody else, like they love it, they love it. And I, was like, I don't know how could, how could you people like I, I hate you all, but I understand. Yeah, yeah. I get like it was a de- it was pretty good, especially <laughs> this stuff right here. When you've read uh, the rebirth for um, Detective Comics you cannot enjoy birds of prey like you just can't yeah. it's like a physical it's like a physical and i and there are people who do and like there's a little bit of me that's jealous because I, they don't know where the top of that mountain goes yeah so they're like we did it and i'm like mm, just this close like you could you could have it could have went higher you could have you could have done more in this it feels like they can only move their characters so far, right? Like they got to get everybody staged for this crisis, regardless of whatever B storyline we're dealing with now with Amazo. Yeah. Like they have Batman and Superman have to be fast friends. Everyone has to know each other's secret identities. The, the team has to be a team outright. And it feels like a lot of this stuff is is sort of being rushed so we can get them to a point where a lot of the other stuff then makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. And it suffered. This but, first part suffered from that for me. But I, because of that, I think that now that, well, the way this movie ends actually took away like a huge plot point for the end of the crisis. I'm like, what the fuck? So, but but, but I was going to say, because we set everything up, I feel like now we can really get going with the crisis of it all. And I'm kind of hopeful for the rest of, uh, for the rest of it, especially we'll talk about it later, but some stuff that we've heard about what's coming down the line. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it is revealed who's behind these new parameters and it is Lex Luthor in a mech suit of his own. I kind of like the one where you see his head, yeah. <laughs> the, the mech suit where you see his head. It's like, why can this we felt, just, <laughs> yeah, this felt a little bit, um, Full Metal Alchemist, I guess. This is, this is what this someone, <laughs> someone was watching a lot of anime. They wanted a mecha, right. they wanted a mecha thing. They, they, they got it, I guess. This is my favorite part. The two of them beat up on the league, basically demolished them because whenever one, you know, whenever people try to get uh, over on one, the other shows up. And Batman's like, all right, there's enough time to do an airstrike. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, it's the only, it's the only thing we could do. Flash, Flash will get away from there. He explodes. And they're like, no, we're not doing a freaking airstrike, Batman. He's like, it's the only he's, way. He's got the nuke in his hand. It's right. the only way. Remember, they joined this team up, I think, that day. Like earlier that day. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, guys, it was it was a pleasure serving with you. Why? <laughs> <laughs> right. Are you always oh this God. suicidal? <laughs> Who's gonna drop me off? <laughs> you drove us here. <laughs> <laughs> um so he proposed an airstrike uh he doesn't sense the vibes because they're like no nah, we're not doing that uh the flash searches for professor ivo but ends up in a room overlooking the various infinite earths before speed force tripping himself back to earth three and is in the clutches of the crime syndicate in their hall of crime uh, they interrogate him, and once they learn he's from another Earth, they set their sights on multiversal domination to cure them of their boredom. I thought all of this was really, really interesting. I actually thought oh it was kind of cute. I thought it was kind of cute that Barry was like, wait, 
so you're evil and the government how does that work and they all just start that laughing was, that was the best that was my favorite line in the whole film how does that work they just look at him and bust out that's incredible that's like, a good uh, clip that goes around like i'm yeah. gonna actually did like uh, i'm gonna clip that i'm gonna make that viral uh, actually. right right it, 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 it it's, the, it's the part that spoke uh the most true to life but they have like similar to the justice league i was just gonna say they they have this uh gross tribute of all, all the people that they beat and i'm like well <laughs> the justice league kind of sort of has that too but um in this yeah, universe head on the <laughs> right like no hair no, no baby lex no alexander luther no gold ah. suit ah, no gold suit um so no but i do like this idea that they're like oh yeah we've done everything wait there's more worlds <laughs> can we can do that to other worlds it's totally what they would do in this instance um i would have liked some kryptonite sniffing from ultraman though that part always gets me <laughs> he just forget. crushes him he just crushes some kryptonite and snorts it uh so ultraman go oh sorry i the homeless man shows up from before and they recognize him as the one always talking about the end of the world he shows a proclivity towards magic and it's sort of kind of obvious at this point that this man is john constantine yeah ultra yeah this is what i kind of was like okay yeah i i i, I, <laughs> I don't know i don't know why he's this way and i don't know why he's on this earth so I was just kind of like, okay, maybe he was the one to see it first or whatever. That that little piece of uh, lore, you know, that block fits right exactly where it's supposed to. Uh, Ultraman goes to attack Constantine, but Barry's speed force trips him again into the day of his wedding with Iris West. He tries to tell his soon-to-be wife that he's the Flash, but nothing is making sense for either of them. Another speed force trip takes us into LexCorp, where Barry finds Professor Ivo. After discovering his disease of rapid aging, Ivo built Amazo in collaboration with Luther. They created Amazo using alien tech at LexCorp to siphon metahuman abilities and regenerate the health of regular humans. Luther double-crossed Ivo so the professor is ready to help our heroes save the day. I thought that is an excellent plot to a movie on its own. Yeah. Uh, um, what, a, what a great episode of Justice League. Another show. Yeah. <laughs> billionaire Lex Luthor, tech billionaire Lex Luthor helps a, a man seemingly dying of a disease altruistically. Yeah, I use my alien tech, use my tech from here, use my money from there, build whatever you want. Ultimately, for him to build a Superman killing robot for him. And not only a Superman killing, because Superman is the, you know, the, the top of the iceberg for Mr. Lex. He believes that humans under their own strength, humanity under its own strength, or maybe its own weakness, you know, should should rise up and be the dominant species. And with the existence of um, characters, people like Superman and Metas out there, they threaten uh, Homo sapien from being the dominant species in this. So I could like all of that lines up for me here and the fact that he would lie to a dying man and then imprison him you know, you know like you all know, of that like really really cool as you say this and i keep thinking to myself like if they insist on creating this continuity and all these movies have to be part of a continuity and and they want to tell a story and, and everything has to fit into it why the fuck don't we just have a justice league show why why isn't there just 
a Justice oh, yeah. League animated series. Why aren't you just telling these stories in a regular serialized format? Like, why are you? What What is wrong with? Why can't we just have a Justice League? Show? I don't name it Justice League of America or of the. I guess you can't call it that anymore. But Justice League something and fucking tell the stories <laughs> it would be fine like if this was an episode of some justice league show and it was like and i knew going in because it's a justice league show like oh yeah they're gonna do their version of crisis this is so right. cool uh these things would have landed better when you sell me you selling me crisis on infinite earth's three-part animated film you you take the steam out of this enjoyable otherwise enjoyable original story yeah i'm never yeah. gonna get over it no no i think you're 100 percent right it um even the amazing stuff happens i literally paused it and it literally happens right at the middle of this film when it when when that storyline is over and considering that half of that half is setting up a team and barry's random time jumps it's very it's a very confusing uh utilization of the time that they were given which like and and i was the one thinking that they have to wrap this up in the next one and i was like i don't know i don't know what i don't know i don't know what they're about to do but hey they got all this off the ground but three that three sounds like uh it's way better but i like yeah. like the we'll get to it where is it boom 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 uh la 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 Wow. Speed Force. Okay, Bar oh yeah, they, look, he's running with Ivo, but then all of a sudden he he trips in the Speed Force again. Barry's back on Earth three, and he witnesses the Earth under the threat of the antimatter wave. Constantine explains to Barry that he witnesses the parallel Earth being destroyed as his punishment, and that Barry shares the same guilt. Uh, we suddenly snap back to Barry and the League versus Amazo, where Barry arrives with the Professor. Amazo seems surprised that seems surprised that the professor is even there because he's only helping Luther because Luther said that they were collecting energy to keep the professor alive. Instead, Ivo sacrifices himself, prompting Amazo to relinquish the absorbed powers and turn against Luther. Batman deduces Luther gave Ivo his disease um, to, pr to prompt his experiments in the first place. With Luther apprehended, Amazo restores stolen abilities before shutting down after what i call an existential crisis <laughs> that's always how they beat him isn't it yeah but this one was like the saddest i don't remember being this sad for amazo he's like <laughs> i i didn't do the one thing i was here to do and, and then yeah then they they try to give him the baby face talk they're like bro what are you talking about you saved us and he goes i only saved you from me and i was like damn <laughs> I was like amazo <laughs> This is heartbroken. This is heartbroken shit. And he's holding the dead body of at one point he goes, Professor, are you okay? And Barry goes, He's dead. Like he, he has to explain to this to this android that his master, the only reason for him to exist, is now gone forever. And again, existential crisis, because how do you explain that to an android? Um but yeah, there's emotion in this, there's betrayal in this, the whole stuff with Luther is in this. Again, an excellent episode of the Justice League uh, television show if they were to have one. But they seem to only be stuck on like prestige 13 episode Max stuff, right? Like even yeah. the other stuff that we have greenlit or not. It's sad. It's honestly sad. I, I, I really, 
it's painful. I love DC. I feel like DC's at their yeah. best when they're just when they're just firing off content they're, without thinking they, about yeah. To me, they're at their best when they're at their most. Yeah. When when they're just doing when they're firing on all cylinders and doing it all at the same time and not not caring. And if it, they can find a way to for it to connect, then that's fine. But DC has so many options. And they should present those options all the time, at all times, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. you don't like the Justice League movie? Go watch the Justice League anime. The cartoon. Like Justice League anime? Go play the game. Read you know, the play book. The, the cartoon. Uh, play the game. All that. all that. Yep. 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 And um, get closer. You're going to get closer to the uh, properties anyway. These are all just entry points to the same place. So the more entryways you create, the more fans you end up circling in because... There's not everybody in the world knew who the Justice League were when they sat down and watched those cartoons. And that was do. my gateway. That was my gateway. Batman, the animated series, like the, the original DC animated universe, just just adapting fucking little comics sometimes and other times telling original stories. It was just those little bits of fun made me want to dive into this world. Like 30 minutes wasn't enough. I need more. Yeah. I, I need to find out more about these people. I I learned about all these characters on television through little shows like that. These movies, you lock them away behind these paywalls. Who the fuck is watching this? Just diehard yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah. We're about oh, fifteen years removed from a hundred years of like DC when you consider Superman and Batman. Yeah, we're fifteen yeah. years removed of a hundred years of this content. And so when they seem like that, when they like, shrug and like, we don't have any stories to tell. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I was gonna say we're 15 years removed from Zatara too. Don't forget him. Oh yeah, yeah, he's uh, with um with <laughs> no, uh with uh, I, I, gosh, the, that's the my, Phantom. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite thing. Like every, it's always like Superman's gonna go into public domain and Batman's what gonna go gonna into do public with domain. Zataro? And I'm like, well, what are they gonna do with Zatara? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, I, I didn't know it was in the same issue. Actually, yeah, the same one. exact issue. Same exact. Nobody issue. cares about Zatara. God damn it. Oh, oh and was, about his and, daughter. And was doing the backward stuff. Yeah. In yeah, issue yeah. one. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think some of Superman's lore is in issue one. Look at that. Zatara. <laughs> some respect on your name. Or <laughs> whatever that fuck. is backwards. <laughs> you have one hot daughter by accident. Everybody forgets you exist. <laughs> That's it. It's a, it's the pencil mustache. People didn't want him hanging out outside places. <laughs> in that Young Justice is the hat. best, the best utilization of him. He turns into Doctor Fate. That, that's oh yes, brilliant. I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember. Perfect. That. And I said diving into lore already established to create new lore, um, which I think they are doing here to their credit. I don't know how it's going to turn out. It's but fine. That's, but that's that what I'm saying. Like it's fine. This content, yeah. telling serialized stories and telling a long form overarching shit is great. Why are we not doing this on television like normal on a linear network, like a cartoon network? Like what? Right. Um. Yeah, because you would say there's no there's no central character of crisis, right? No, maybe Barry, if you wanted, they could have used him that way if they wanted to. 
But right. overall, it's the multi, the DC multiverse is the main character. So there's not many character moments, but some of the, but the ones that there are are like awesome, like the Supergirl, the the the, the Barry yeah, choice. Yeah. There's some of the best character moments, but you know, most time you're spent basically like. I don't know how to how do you explain it like a toy box. No, you said it. You said it well. Like I do believe that the stakes are the universe that you already grown to love. Yeah. So if you have not created that universe yet, what are the stakes? I see. That's you know? why I thought at first I thought like it's a mistake that we're not tying in things that people already have a connection to. If you want to cheat, if you have yeah. to cheat, if you have to create stakes and you have to cheat to get there, why not? from things that people already are familiar with and thought like yeah. doing a multiverse thing I felt like there was a perfect opportunity to do that and then I I was like oh, okay it's just too early you just haven't got there yet <laughs> I see yeah if if Teen Titans go Starfire dies like Supergirl dies I'll shed a tear some wild shit you know what I'm I would shed a tear bro if that happened that would be awesome <laughs> that you know what I'm saying? Like, so fucking sudden, cool like, you're like damn, I I no, oh my god, you never. Know, I'm watching it. I'll be watching it, uh, taking a sip of a beer with my niece. I'm like, do you know what happened to that woman? She's a hero. I would that would drop my jaw. I would not be able to go to bed that night. Like I can't just believe do, they did that. Just just a steak. Like you got you got all these people, bro. Like it just you know, um. At the at Barry and Iris's wedding, a mysterious being known as Harbinger recruits various heroes for a space station mission directed by the Monitor. Barry agrees because he can sense he's done this before. Do they do much with Harbinger past this story? Uh, I've never read her again. Right. I, read a, I, I don't know. I have gaps. Like I have gaps. I feel like I've read most of the <clears throat> major things. But I also feel like if she, I also feel like if she did came come back, you would know in one of those like, what if Harbinger came back or like you know like one of those like it, I feel like it would be a thing. It would be like an event. Oh my god, Harbinger's back or something. <laughs> I'm trying to look her up now. I don't. I'm sure she has been this man. <clears throat> the one that yeah. she wears with the red, the one sleeved. The one yeah, sleeved outfit yeah. with the. It was the, the 80s, to be fair. I think people would have worn that. I think somebody saw that in the 80s and said, Slay, girl. You know, <laughs> I, I think they appreciated that fashion. Um, was she's not Supergirl in the comic? I don't remember that. No, absolutely. What is that not. about? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, what was that even about? Harbinger is Supergirl. What the fuck? Very strange. Yeah, nothing. I don't have a clue. Okay, apparently Harbinger was in the it was a Black Lantern at one point. That's okay. Well, that makes sense in one of the one of the spinoffs, right? I mean, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Also, um, don't forget that Lila was our Harbinger in the CW verse. Yeah, I'll never forget because when they did that, when okay, I remember feeling like a conspiracy theorist, like. Uh-huh. Lyra the Harbinger is in season one of Arrow, and the season one fucking the the season one episode one fucking flash shows that crisis tease, and then I'm like they're gonna tie the movies and the, <laughs> and the 
TV show, and it's gonna be awesome, and there's gonna be a movie where it's Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they failed me horribly. They made they failed me like a bad father. Like, <laughs> I, I, I am so let down. I'll never forgive them for missing out on that. And they were probably they didn't believe in that. That's always studio bullshit. Could you yeah. imagine if they had done that? Yeah. DC fucking started the multiverse craze. Are you kidding me? Well, that's why it's always been a bit weird because the stuff that we're seeing from Marvel, even when you go uh, like, you know, go by five years and go to um, Endgame, that's still handcuffed by not being able to have Fantastic Four, X-Men. Like they got all of their characters. DC does it. I don't I don't I really don't understand what's stopping them from doing all the stuff that they do, like all the stuff that cross over the stuff that they do seems very creator pushed. I'm going to, I'm going to say something you know, like, very, I'm going to say something very bleak. And, okay, go ahead. And, un, and unfortunate, but very, uh, I feel very true. I think they wasted their time and I don't think that they have the time they think they have to catch back up. I think that time is over. I think, uh, interesting. I don't think that the public is at a place where they're going to allow for another um, 10 years of rebuilding and setting things up. I think that studios like, I think like DC's disjointedness over over the entire time Marvel was thriving. Over the Marvel hit their peak, and now people are complaining about two bear movies. They combined with Sony putting out these bootleg Marvel movies mm-hmm. and oversaturating the market. I don't know that people are going to give a chance to every DC <laughs> film the way they would have ten years ago. Like I, years I, ago, do, I, I agree with you in the sense that I do think that those three studios made it worse for each other. <laughs> like Fox, Sony, and, and and Warner Brothers, they just kept making it worse for each other like digging themselves into a little hole and i feel like 10 years ago blue beetle would have came out and people would have treated it like gold like that was awesome like that was awesome that was a fun film i had blue beetle would have came out after shazam one i think i would have popped fuck fuck and they missed their shot i think they missed their shot and it's never i don't think they're ever gonna have a chance to build back up to something like when they had the arrowverse at its peak going at the same time as the beginning of a film universe you could have set up a whole ass dc thing like dc's thing was the multiverse they were so scared of confusing and maybe we should just put batman in suit maybe we should just start the justice league right now like fuck you i'll never get over this shit it's super interesting because like if you compare the the like the crisis ending in CW to like the uh ending of the flash where it's like you know they do their little homages or whatever in the like they do the more powerful money backed homages in um the flash but in CW I'm like Oh wait, Doom Patrol's still around. Oh, that's the Star Girl universe. And we got freaking um Titans. Titans. Yeah, it's like, oh, Titans are still around. They they still they exist. They're still there. They're still out there. Just little like I said, I think like um there's a difference between like just like member berries, right? Or or you know, just yeah. off of recognition and literal rewards for going through this. And to be honest, I have always felt in the books, DC is incredibly rewarding for your patience and your 
um, like if you're willing to go with the character on a journey and see them through, you'll always remember those moments. You know, somebody um, will those characters. Some, somebody will. Some some writer <laughs> will come and they will take this book, this moment that you think only you remember. And they're mm-hmm. gonna turn it into a thing, and you're gonna feel so rewarded. It's usually somebody like a Jeff Johns who read this yeah. obscure thing you did, and he took it and turned it into an event, <laughs> right? You know, it, no, I, uh, I, 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 um, I, I sort of agree with you that it might be, uh, it, it's so weird. I do agree with you that it might their time may have passed, but I I really also feel like the only way that they could ever regain anything, you know, a semblance of that sort of momentum again is to act like you're not in competition. And I don't Just think they, they know how to do that. Yeah, I think for my I own entertainment, I think for my I think I think okay, I think James Gunn as a leader want, mm-hmm. would love to do that. I think that would be his ideal. Uh, circumstance they just let him yeah. make the movies no matter what we're just gonna make them that's it we're putting them out this is our universe this is our plan don't look out the window this is what we're doing we set our expectations <laughs> we reach our expectations right. um but i don't know that the corporate world is gonna allow it i don't i just don't know that i really hope i really hope i have the hope i, I would love that i would <laughs> love for it to happen i want james gunn for his what, he said this is chapter one, right, of his DC Universe 10-year plan. He's got a 10-year plan. I don't know that this thing is going to go to 2034. It's scary. Not, not only that, what does the world do when two Batman show up again? I don't, I don't, I actually, I mean, I don't want to go into a, I don't, it don't really turn. If there's any, if there's any place to do it, bro, it would be. It would be here. It would be here. But I have a feeling that (laughs) just based on what, based on what we know about how the corporate world works, combined with what we know about which story he's going to be adapting, I think that they're going to introduce a Bruce and kill him. (laughs) Oh my God. That's crazy, but I just don't see them allowing two Bruce Wayne's to exist at the same time. I would love that yeah. because that's the way it should be. That's how it should be. It's the multiverse. And anyway, they should meet sometime. <laughs> It'd be right. cool. They shake each other's it's, hand. It'll pop their oh, shit out of you. Gosh. That's the, that's the problem with doing these things too close to each other is, is the Titanic analog that I used from before. Every, every time you restart the X-Men, I'm going to look at Jean Grey, right? Yeah. Because that, that bus is never late. Like, that, she's going to get possessed by some cosmic space entity, and then she is going to do a planetary genocide. Like, that's just what happens with that character there. Batman, you're looking for the origin, and if you're past the origin, good luck. Wow, we, we've gotten further with the character than most places. But then you're going to wait for the Joker, and then all that again, you know, like all that in the way that it happens. And it should sort of happen because it's so synonymous with his stories. But I'm so ready for them to get past first base here with some of this stuff. And to be honest, the last 15 years is their most honest effort to move past just Batman and Superman. Yeah. Uh, to the point where these other characters are getting shows, are you know becoming household names. I wish they didn't. I wish they would have gave half the energy they gave to Harley on some on like, like a laundry list. 
<laughs> a laundry list of people, but I'm glad that she's a household name now as it's as it stands. Um, but yeah, it's 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 hard because we came off of that incredibly promising animated run. Uh, and when things end that way, similar to how people felt about Endgame, like there's so many people that really honestly feel, and I'm not mad at them, that they got their ending. That they saw the heroes, they did what they did, and then they we got to Endgame, and Endgame ended the way that that did, and thus the story's over. Similarly, I didn't run to go watch Superman Man of Tomorrow, because after Apocalypse War or whatever, I was like, oh, okay, like I got it. Like, you know, like my, my half of the story is done. My, my shared universe of characters is done. So I, there's no rush. I can get to that other universe whenever I want to. But then that, that also created a disconnect of sorts where I'm kind of just watching this story. I'm not necessarily invested in it. And it becomes, uh, you know, to use a, another, um, sort of metaphor I've used on here before, it becomes me listening to the comedian tell a joke I heard before to see if they could tell it right. Yeah. And it's hard because crisis is a rough joke to tell. But if you could, if you could nail it, if you could nail the delivery, the whole house goes down. But some people just know it's a good joke. So they just try to tell it. Um, and so you kind of get stuck in, in this weird middle, middle ground with it. Um, I ordered, I just, I ordered the chicken breast and they gave me yeah. a chicken parmesan. And I was like, I right. appreciate the effort. Yes. Uh, you know, but the thing I ordered is currently drowned in. Um, uh, sir, you don't understand that there's chicken breast in the chicken parmesan. I don't think you understand. I, I, and thus, you've gotten I, exactly what you want. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I don't know why like, you're no, complaining. I and other people are like, "No, this tastes this tastes great." And I'm like, "I'm sure it does." Yeah. Um, I ordered a chicken breast. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Not only that. But like I ordered the chicken breast, and when I ordered it, I pointed to the picture of the chicken breast. So I know you have the chicken breast. I know you know how to make it. <laughs> You've done it before. It's right here. I, I know what's best for you, sir. Eat the chicken parmesan. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh. Oh, I, bro, I'm watching. This is another random aside. I'm watching um, True Detective season three because I wanted more of Mahershala Ali because I posted that clip of him throwing Turk off the roof. And uh, Daredevil, <laughs> and so I wanted more of him. Um, he is the star of season three of True Detective, and playing his son, Ray Fisher. Oh shit! I was like, I, I have not seen you before, Mister Mister Man. I wonder if he's ever gonna get work again. <laughs> no, a non Zack Snyder related work. I gotta find out when that season came out because I don't think I think that was like around the time he was still doing Justice League, probably. Because yeah, this is when he was still him. this when he was still okay before he started yeah. speaking out against the wrong people. Oh man! Um, so the monitor discloses the incoming threat of an anti-monitor wave capable of annihilating the multiverse to the various crime fighters across the infinite earths. What I liked about this is I thought he was going to come up and be like, I am the monitor. But he came up and he was like, I am a monitor. Oh, you know what? I was like, <laughs> and I oh. was like huh, interesting. That, I thought that was really interesting because some, because, you know, that, you know, it was the monitor and the anti-monitor first. And then later on, uh, I think it's Grant Morrison 
I think it's Final Crisis where he does the fifty-two monitors thing, right? Uh, and I then now somebody drew on that because I don't even know how it is right now. I wonder if they wrote that because that's what they got from the guidebook, and that's that would just, be interesting. That made me think. Gosh, who's <laughs> translating that book? Who's translating? That? Who's translating that to the people who don't know it? I wonder if, madness. Actually, I wonder if that is canon right now. Like, is it? Is are there monitors? Oh shit! I get it. The last time I remember a monitor being even referenced was at the end of Dark Knights. Not even Dark Knights Metal. Wait, which is the one we're joking? Oh, about? Oh, it was. was no, you're right. You're right. Metal. The end of. We're in a post-metal world, like right, because metal is like reset the entire, like everybody died, like the DC universe is dead. For those yeah. that don't know what the fuck we're talking about, because they watched a movie and they don't read comics. The but DC but those episodes we covered, we covered both metal and death metal live here on Matrix's podcast, so you can go back and check those out and check those out. Absolutely, we covered them in depth too, so you'll know what's going on. Um, yep, yep. But you're absolutely right. That's the most, re- and and it was. Um, Nick's Nick's Uotan, right? And that's right. our that's our monitor. Mm-hmm. So okay, cool. I mean, shit, that's really cool. That's really cool that that was a little thing they they said there. Although it doesn't explain yeah. why all the other monitors are not getting involved here. <laughs> not getting, yeah, not getting I'm not wilding the hell out right now. Yeah. Then that's another thing. Like, I, even like, would the Guardian send how, right? I, Over I, if, they would if, have the, to. if the universe is in danger, can he say yeah, no? I mean, they would, send, they would probably send everyone. They would try, but I mean, right. he would have to get invited here. But I mean, now I'm wondering if maybe he was just referring to the fact that there is an anti-monitor. Well, they say that, uh, you know, I like that whole uh, conversation later on where Batman's like, this thing seems to be like moving, like predicting our movements. And he's like, pfft. It's not like it's sentient. And I'm like, bro, you didn't even read Crisis on Infinite Earth, did you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they sort of bring that up there too. And then, um, so wait, so boom, boom, boom. He explains the concept of the multiverse and demonstrates what the antimatter wave would do if it reached them, basically wipes them out. Uh, the heroes start to introduce themselves to one another. There's a bunch of little cute uh, yeah. interactions. Uh, do you have any favorites? Yeah, no. Um, actually, this this part of the movie, this is when it started. This is my like, this is my real favorite part. I felt like this is when we started to get into the meat, and this yeah. was like really cool because you saw you saw characters from all over the multiverse, and it was like this is at first. This is where I thought they were making at first. You know, before I had more context, where I thought like, oh, well, that's really interesting that they're adapting like. Uh, an accurate DC multiverse rather than populating the multiverse with uh, nostalgic characters. Like I was like, right. oh, like that's actually it's a little refreshing. But I thought like maybe they're making a mistake because they're already telling an original story. You might as well like go all the way with that nostalgia shit, <laughs> um, right? But uh, this was really cool. You saw Earth Four characters, so it's like Charlton. You know, and they were still Charlton. It was still yeah, Beatles straight up like an old girl. Nightshade looked like Nightshade, an older yep. woman with just with just regular clothes on. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, I, I totally dig that. The, uh, the, the Superman went. Su- no, when Superman went to kiss Wonder Woman, I was like, wait, what? Did I miss something? And I was like, oh. no, they're from another universe. <laughs> that was so cool though, because it's yeah. like I think that's 
her uh she so that Wonder Woman is the one that was in the War World movie, right? Okay. No, so, I didn't see the World War movie. I saw the World War Two movie. No, and it is her. It's her too. Yeah, but I don't think Superman's in that. No, because he's not, right? Because in World no. War Two he hadn't arrived on Earth yet, right? But right, it's right, right, been right. sixty years and we meet her in War World again, and she's an older Wonder Woman, but she's still Wonder Woman because she's immortal, like you said. And she's okay. met Superman already and he's lived his whole life. And he, he lost his lowest. And I thought that was that was really cool. Man, that was so That's cool. Interesting. That, that was a really fucking cool moment that he him and young Superman have that uh back and forth. Missed opportunity to not give him silver wings. Right, um, right. I was we, wondering I was wondering if they were gonna establish that. If they were trying to establish that. Similarly about trying to establish, I was wondering if they were just gonna out and out say that, that Aquaman was the animated series one with the hook. <laughs> but uh so, but he no, was they like, gave he him was, an earth. They gave him yeah, an Atlantis his, earth. Everyone's dead on his earth. Yeah, everyone's yeah. dead. <laughs> oh my word, my earth is water, guys. I just just water. And Aquaman from our earth is like, I like that. And he's like, no, you fucking would. <laughs> but um, that moment was cool. Also, the Batman moment that might have been my yeah. favorite because it it was it was Dick from Earth Two, uh, and Helena Wayne, like, and it's right. it's comic Earth Two. The Dick Grayson that never becomes Nightwing. He grows up and becomes like an older Robin. And Bruce right. and Selena's daughter, Helena Wayne. Helena Wayne is one of the oldest, you know, multiversal characters, you know, like popularity yeah. from another from another world. So it was really, really cool that she got a place in this. Also having a talk with this earthworm Bruce that just doesn't know. Uh he didn't know. He didn't even have a Robin yet. He was like, Oh yeah. shit. And later on when he's like I'm gonna die. I don't think I have anyone to call. <laughs> He's like, screw it. I'm gonna call and call the people who kind of know me. So you guys said um, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna go call my two best friends. <laughs> just met you. Yeah, no, so that, was, good. that was really cool. I thought that was a really nice moment. And this whole part, this was just really fucking. This was what I wanted to see. This is what I wanted the whole movie to be. This is this kind of shit right here. They they do a uh they show us uh like a piece of technology on the ship that allows you to put on clothes or like put on a uniform of some sort and that's how we get the female dr light uh she's imbued with the powers of by harbinger on a task for the monitor i only bring that up because i love popping for comic book stuff because again iceberg right some guy's acting shifty in the background. And I'm like, who the heck is that? And just acting shifty. Everyone's talking. Everyone's friends. Everyone's trying to come up with a way to stop this antimatter wave. But some guy's acting a bit shifty, looking around left and right, seeing who's listening to who. And he decides to walk up to the costume machine. And when he puts his hand in, it gives him a costume of a psycho pirate. And I was like, huh? Dun, dun, dun. That shoe always drops. I don't know when, what, or where. Uh, he was getting a bit of a headache at the end of this. But I thought the Psycho Pirate, like giving him his own little moment, his own little reveal, before you know the ramifications of it all, really, really good stuff in this. For sure. I enjoyed that a lot. Like I said, this whole part was like, this is crisis. All right, this is what I'm here for. Oh, I mean, that must have been, yeah, it's another ingredient that you recognize. Like, oh, yeah, yep, yep, he's here. Okay, okay. 
Doing a, I'm gonna do a roll call in ten minutes to see who's still here. But um, oh, and then we just see Earth Three succumb to the antimatter wave. It's it, it's an extended scene, but it Great basically moments. just amounts to them just uh being destroyed. And even in a world where you know what what's become of it, they, they do find a way to make it look tragic, to make it look I horrendous, to make it look like a, a force of nature. I laughed you- so fucking hard when they what. The crime syndicate flies over to their headquarters to stop the statue from falling, and it's like, oh, yes, it's like yes, they're saving yes. people, but they're just yes. trying to save their own headquarters, and they push it in the other direction and falls on all the people, and it kills them, and they don't give a fuck. It's not what so I'm trying to do. I saw it, um, you know, the second time taking my notes, and basically, two buildings are falling both like inwardly into the middle where the statues are so superman or sorry ultraman is is stopping one and superwoman is stopping the other super um ultraman gets his um knocked over because what he does is he knocks it completely over it looks like he's trying to straighten it but he just pushes it completely (laughs) so it knocks over onto the other side and that's when you realize oh he wasn't trying to save the building he was trying to stop the building from falling on the statues and then um Superwoman drops her building and it lands on the statues. And the look that he gives her was like she just dropped something on the carpet. Like he was so disgusted. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was really, really well, well done. I just, I thought the idea of punching it, it was hilarious. But hey, hey, they've punched reality before. So I was like, okay, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, with, with all these new heroes all in one place, I love that there's a bit of dissension back with the monitor as some heroes debate whether to believe his story or not and i love that this the dissension starts with vic sage i love that he's the conspiracy theorist he's like wait a minute <laughs> how do i know that any of this is right how do i know that you're even telling the truth uh which starts the whole sort of uh train of doubt from other people do you think people should have bought this on the first try i mean he gave a hell of a speech right i think they live in a world where you shouldn't trust it at face value, but also you shouldn't just dismiss it because these things tend to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I dug the suspicion. I thought it was, a, at least, you know, someone had to bring it up. Um, Barry backs the monitor. He's like, nope, he's telling the truth. I've been to another Earth. It's a, it's a whole thing. Um, and they're like, okay, well, then we got to figure out what we're going to do. I love that Hawkman's like, like, there's nothing to punch. Like, it's a different kind of war. And he's like, he yells at the monitor, why would you bring warriors here if there's nothing for us to attack? Um, and they're like, no, you got to like tackle this in a d- different way. So Batman creates a think tank consisting of intelligent people with experience using tech of all kinds, you know, otherworldly. All that I did stuff. think uh, I did think that Monitor was a bit of a dick. It's like he brought all these people here and then made them figure out why. <laughs> oh yeah, has yeah. To figure out why. Oh, he, he's we're, also we're not, not here to fight. We're a think tank. Like he could have just said that. Right. He could have just told them that off the back. And in the at no point is he offering help. You know, at no point <laughs> is he like saying like, "Well, I mean, did you guys think about this? Like, we tried this and this doesn't work." He's literally sitting in his chair going listen to these guys <laughs> the whole universe is about to get destroyed <laughs> they have no idea <laughs> they have no idea <laughs> um so barry time travels 
sorry, Barry's time traveling and multiverse hopping experiences inspire the creation of vibrational towers across Earth to evade the wave. And this is this goes back even as far as then, you know, it, it had its place in metal. Because that was supposed to be called Dark Crisis, I believe, is what, what, what you were saying and around then they the time take, of that. Yeah, yeah, and then they took it and named it, they named the other one that. <laughs> yeah, but it's this, this idea of, of vibration, right? Vibration yeah. and music and, and, and uh, yeah, I thought, yeah, really, really cool I stuff. Gotta, we got to reread. We got to do a final crisis. <laughs> that'll be, that'll be, that's going to yeah. be long because we yeah. got to be trying to break that shit down. <laughs> yeah. In regular <laughs> speak and then Morrison speak. Um, so yeah, because Barry says that he's obviously with the speed force, they've, they've, uh, put two and two together, speed force, speed, vibrations. They can do vibrational towers that can help protect them from all this. Um, yep. So when is the moment where Barry freezes time? It's, uh, it, it's as the wave, as the anti-monitor wave, it might have been. Antimatter yeah. wave begins to destroy. Oh, Earth. okay, yes, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. It all connect. I that was like the one piece that I I had like a vague understanding yeah. of, but you just okay. So uh, I will leave that sentence there and move on to the next one, where it's gonna be. Boo, 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 boo. Where is it? So. Yeah, they they um they're still working on Earth One's tower, uh, but it ends up being too late. Batman starts to think that these waves are not just a force of nature, but are being controlled. Hint, hint, hint to the anti monitor. Um, uh, is it Constantine who tells Barry to go to Iris? I think yes. Uh, uh, yeah, he gets he involved knows. at this point. Yeah, he gets more yeah. involved now. He's trying to help. Yeah, he, he realizes that this world is uh, seemingly done for. So he tells yeah. him to go to Iris. Um, Iris basically is in tears, realizing the wave is like a couple feet away from them. It's, it's been demolishing everything in its path. Uh, and so Flash uses Flash time. If you if you watched the CW show, uh, he freezes them in time in the Speed Force or perceptively going, what, I guess so slow or so fast? I can't remember. What that would actually i don't know i don't know actual physics <laughs> but yeah they're frozen in time basically and they age trapped in this moment trapped in this apocalyptic moment uh barry iris and amazo <laughs> finish completing earth one's tower um and just as that happens the elderly iris passes away in Barry's arms. He activates the tower network in her honor um, and is able to d dissipate the antimonitor wave, which leaves a few Earths left. Uh, the Spectre shows up and mocks the monitor for not believing that the plan could work, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> like I, I want to think of him just showing up and, I mean, he's the, he's God's wrath, his vengeance. Like, uh, I like when my gods have a bit of personality. Later, the Spectre yeah. appears in front of old Barry and claims that he faces responsibility for the crisis. 
suddenly Barry is sent back to the moment he gained his superpowers for the first time. So now I'm like, okay, I got it. Cyclical nature. We're all, you know, he's become the lightning bolt. It is what it is. But then he appears as a vision to Batman on World War World, as you you were telling me. Um, and old Barry advises going back to the beginning before perishing. Why does Barry want to go back to the beginning? In his perception, he just saved everybody, right? Yeah. I think they were establishing that that's why he's speed force traveling through the whole movie. I think that was like, uh, it kind of, I think now that we say it out loud, that maybe that's the moment where he goes back in time. That's kind of what it sounds like. Though I don't, uh, I actually don't remember. Like, I have to see this clip. I have to see this part again to get a full. So he's old. He's still old, Barry. When he's doing this, he puts on the he puts on the suit. He's still old. he runs. He runs. Oh around. no! Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs around. He gives the energy, uh, whatever. But then uh, this is this is later. So after he dies. Uh, or Iris dies, and he does it, and he dissipates the wave. He's on the ground, like his suit's all ripped up. I thought he was dead. And then the Spectre shows up and gives him that little speech. And then that's when he goes back to his origin and sees himself young. And that's when and he then, becomes a lightning. Well, that's what that that's what that was. Uh. But then he but then he goes to see Batman on World World. I thought it was just on his way there. He's just like Bruce. as as like as, old, as as old Barry. Yeah. So yeah, but they uh, killed him. But essentially, like he. Died. I thought he died. I and thought he died. I thought he died. I took it as like because they did the whole thing. Like that's the arc, but they did it too early. Like there's so right. much story left, but you already did the Flash thing. He's supposed to end the crisis. He's not supposed to be a part of Chapter are, One. Wait, are they trying to tell us that he does not exist in the storyline in the? The rest of world. the world, yeah, yeah, in the universe that we now live in, Barry's sacrifice is just that's happened to. Uh, I mean, vis a vis the comics, they, they, yeah, the body becomes the Flash, etc., and so forth. Yeah, yeah, like I think that's the sacrifice moment, but like that's fucking trash. Um, because then they set it up like if okay, well then the next movie we'll get the Supergirl moment. Like the fuck. No wait, no wait. But also, what beginning does Batman like? Is that something he's gonna do later on? Like in the no, next? I just thought. I just thought that he because then he goes back to his origin point and we never see him again. Right. That's like that's the last thing we see. Like he's just go back. What to happens? The what happens with that Bat Batman from War World? Is it? Uh, is it this Batman? Is he it? Is, Batman? Yeah, he's this Batman. He's Earth oh Batman. okay okay. I thought he's he was like on some, some other. Shit. No 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 okay, no, okay, no. Okay, okay, okay. That's Earth One Batman. Um, but yeah, but but he says go to the beginning, and then he goes to his origin point, and then we cut back, and he's dead. So I thought that was them doing the he becomes the lightning thing, which is fine. Um, but right, maybe like, they we, did the world world cameo, and they didn't really know how to tie it in, so then they had to come back. Yeah, over so they here. just came back, over, and they just did that, like ha ha, look what we did. Yeah. It was this, but yeah, it felt like a waste to me, like. We wasted the flesh sacrifice so that we have two parts of the story left to tell. Yeah. So it's I know I know they think to themselves like we're gonna 
catch the people who know the story off guard. <laughs> like fuck, get out of my face. <laughs> do you think there's three? Do you think there's three major cliffhangers to this story? I think you could do. You could do the now, Spectre one, right? Spectre well, against. Well, what we know now is that Kevin Conroy has a cameo as Batman from the animated series. In right, they didn't say it was a cameo. They said he recorded for the movie, so he's we don't know right cameo or if he's outright in it. But he is in it, so we know that at some point the multiverse will extend as far as old shows and old animated series right that was the original that was the original rumor from years right. and years and years and years there was a rumor that there would be a trilogy crisis on infinite earths animated film that brought together all the animated universes in a crisis and Bro, i never ended up seeing the movie but i popped as hell when they did the teen titans tease at the end of teen titans go to the movies right i saw that movie in theaters and then the post credit is hey can they still hear us you know we're still here and, you know we're coming i was like what the hell are we doing, what are we doing here? yeah just the idea of it yeah it would be awesome if they showed up too you know yeah um so i'm i i i guess i'm willing to give this a chance i think i think what they could do i think what they will do is this one ends the flash the second movie ends with supergirl the third movie is the specter and all the heroes of all the multiverse fighting the anti-monitor and then finishing right. the thing. Yeah, because I didn't mention that part. On the, on the space station, the heroes rejoice, but Harbinger, uh, Supergirl, notices uh, historical changes as Legion of Superhero members oh disappear. Oh, my God. I including hate Including her love, Brainiac 5. So now this is like Infinity War. This is dumb. <laughs> Not just that. That part, you know, that part is cheesy as fuck. Um, the the whole thing about uh, they fade away and everything—it's just like Infinity War. Fine, fucking boot like Infinity War ending. But what I hate is this time aspect that this change somehow changed the future and shit. That's again, it goes against the whole like crisis thing that it's happening across all space yes. and time at the same time. So like, the, it didn't yeah. change anything; it's just fucking everything up. Uh, right. So I'm like, oh my god! Like, it's just another one of those things that rip me right out, rip, <laughs> rip me right out of the fucking story. I can't enjoy it because I'm so busy. Like, fuck! I hate that. Yeah, and they also they also can't make the anti monitor like. Please don't make him like piffy or like <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather him not speak. To be honest, if if, if uh, he needs he, all, he talks, needs those, he those talks for what for what it's worth. He's a bit chatty. A crisis really? on infinite herbs. He talks more than you think. He comes across like his design comes across like this big uh, creature. Stoic. That yeah. Says, you know, he's stoic. Only talks when he has to. But he's quite uh, braggadocious. Like, let me tell you. Let me, Let me tell, tell you, you something. <laughs> I'm glad that motherfucker's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, so in the scheme of iceberg, you yeah. know, which is not going to be a thing now here, you know, you talk about the Titanic, I expect an iceberg. There's just little bits of ice showing up in the water and, I, and they're not <laughs> reflecting the ship. <laughs> Will any of these crisis stories 
lead to the uh, Earth Two Superman on the island forever until until if they wanted again. to do if they wanted to do something crazy like i'm a fan so i have fan ideas like i guess yeah, yeah, these yeah. things may not be possible due to whatever legal bullshit suck my dick yeah, stuff yeah. but they could make that older superman be a nostalgia superman if it was me i do i do the animated series I just oh, age him cool. a little bit. Years pass. Um, one of the voices is still alive, right? One of the versions yeah. of Superman is still Tim alive. Daly? Not, yeah. Because it's Tim Daly and it's the other one, and they both have like really similar uh Superman voices. I is it Burns? No, it's Tim Daly and fuck. I'm gonna forget. It's fuck this is fucked up. Greg is probably screaming it. Uh <laughs> yeah, and I just uh at one point okay. Uh, that that doesn't help me at all. It's okay, we got Tim Day, George <laughs> Newburn. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, George, George Newburn. But um so I, I just think if you get one of these Superman voices to do TAS Superman and he's the older one that sacrifices himself, it just it it resonates more. It gives you the same feeling yeah. that they had. Because the whole point is that it's the original Superman. It's not like it's called Earth Two Superman, but Essentially, it's the one that's 1939 yeah. Superman. Him and Lois sacrificed themselves for the sake of the multiverse. That would be really cool if they used the animated series Superman in that place. And I remember on the CW, I thought they should have used Smallville in that. Ah, place. yeah, that would make sense. Yep, yep. Because he was the one who started it all. He was the one who yeah. started all the CW. But, but he you know, never, he never wanted to be a superhero. He didn't, for want, to, he didn't want to wear the suit. I hate, I hate. <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, here's a hot take. I think what they did to uh, uh, Kevin Conroy in Crisis was worse than what they did to him in Suicide Squad. <laughs> Kill Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> they made him. Uh, they made him be a uh, Batman v Superman parody. A Batman v Superman Evil Kingdom Come Batman. That still yeah. had the. Ew, ew, ew. Sort of fucking, uh... <laughs> I thought they were wild as fuck for that. We get to I see to Kevin Conroy <laughs> in live action, and he's evil. <laughs> like holy shit! And and then they kill him. I think like yeah. I I want to say Batgirl does like a roundhouse <laughs> and just just kills Batman. So yeah, yeah, man. See, hopefully you guys live long enough to see your heroes die, come back, die again, come back as. Uh, ridiculous AI generated <laughs> 3D holograms, uh, and then the director could say, "But those effects were on purpose." And hopefully, we all get to live and experience all of that. Um, is there anything else in their future that leads to anything that they could possibly be cooking up for this? I know uh, they just released a second trailer, right? Yeah, and no date, which is weird. okay. I was like, Interesting. I, I guess it's spread. I mean, I imagine the way they usually release movies, it'll come out in May, and then the last one will come out in the fall, October, or whatever. But there's no date. But the trailer for the second one is out, and it's um, it's got a really cool. It's got some really cool um, more crisis moments. Like I want to see some more multiverse stuff. That was a really cool Bat Family moment with like the yeah. Earth Two Dick and uh, Helena and Terry McGinnis and Damian Wayne and Barbara Wayne. Gordon. Oh snap! I was like, "Oh, I can get into shit. that!" Like that's it, awesome. Very. I cool. wonder. 
I wonder if uh, Conroy's playing old Bruce. I wonder if Will Friedel is playing um, uh, Terry. Ba- ba- Terry. I don't think Conroy is playing old Bruce. I think that they're. I, I think the idea is they want to bring that Batman. Like I'm sure he's going to show up in his most iconic design. <laughs> like he'll they'll so probably hit with the, the blue, with the blue with the blue stuff. I don't want that gray mm-hmm. black Batman on the sh- on the shirt. I need the I need new, the yellow adventures logo. of. Yeah, yeah. need that yellow. Need that yellow is oval. Um, <laughs> red skies. That was another thing we didn't have. What is it? Oh Even my gosh! CW respected red skies. How are there no red skies? I was what? just about to say. Yeah, I just about to say. I just realized that. What the fuck? But that's like the <laughs> that is like the one thing. thing. <laughs> that's, that's, it's the storm clouds. It's how you know something's coming. Like red skies. A crisis is coming. coming. Oh, oh my god, George! I'm so fucking hurt. I <laughs> maybe their first couple issues got stuck in the mail somewhere. They only got the middle ones. <laughs> they were like, "Okay, wait, wait, what? Flash dies? <laughs> okay, what? We write that oh, flash shit. dies. Write that down. Supergirl two. What the? F- oh, write that down. You want to read? Wait, the wait. Last did we introduce oh. Supergirl? Yeah. Okay. Introduce. A Supergirl. <laughs> oh, what was that thing about the time that the time doesn't work in the thing? either or something uh they were like like a a bubble stuck or something like that she tried to throw a pokeball or something and then it didn't work and then they were like well don't you know time all her time friends are dead no the implication is that they've done something wrong yeah or or not that they or or that or that yeah that they've done something wrong but again that we're so far away from crisis now (laughs) that i'm just like I don't know. It could be you can't use the rules of crisis to tell me what's going to happen next. Yeah, but because given what they told you, what 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 does that translate to you? It seems seen? like they've changed history. They've merged their earths, and it's not that they did something wrong. It's that they live in a new reality with a new continuity. And did that not happen? In- <sighs> that was what they did with um, CW. That's oh. how they handled CW. Uh, okay, they, okay, 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 okay. But but but, but that's also but that's also just crisis. That's just what the purpose of um the actual crisis on Infinite Earths was to yeah, streamline. It's consolidation. Yeah, you streamline the multiverse. There's no reason on Earth to do that now, but they might they might be doing it as a plot point that they want to undo. Again, spits in the face of. Do uh, they have the balls to? To put the infinite earths in crisis and then out of crisis <laughs> yeah i think i have this part I three of... end with all the multiverse <laughs> yeah like it's back still breathing That's we fixed odd. it up at least well, they made us care about them all so now yeah. they gotta yeah. they gotta bring them back <laughs> take me back to take me back to disconnected 75 minute movies i think My... i looked up <laughs> my tinfoil hat theory has always been as soon as james gunn said he had a 10-year plan for this is that he's gonna do crisis do you buy that he should if he knew if you know what's best for you no. <laughs> i i think that being a film you would have to what i would do is combine elements of all three major crisis stories um well i would you would finish a movie with, that has elements of crisis on infinite earth infinite crisis and final crisis and and, and and it's just like the crisis you just call it crisis you know like, 
film DC crisis. Okay, so you just have like uh, Earth to Superman come and do the finger waving. I I would up. I would not, I like I don't know what kind of DC universe he's gonna create. It seems like he wants to create a a populated like the way I see James Gunn's universe. If I can paint a picture of it based off of what he's presented me, it's like I look up, I see a blue sky and many capes, and. This yeah. is a, a populated DC universe where the heroes live and we and it's normal. And so I don't know what kind of multiverse story he wants to tell. Like, I don't know if he needs to tell like a nostalgia multiverse story either. That's not what the fucking multiverse was about. Like <laughs> it was yeah. to see cool different versions of the superheroes that you knew. Uh right. there was a Superman with an afro, and I'm fairly certain he smokes weed. There's a fucking there's a Superman that looks like Barack Obama and he's married to a Wonder Woman that looks like Beyonce. There's yep. a Superman that is actually there's Captain intriguing. Carrot. There's Captain Carrot. He is Superman, but he's a <laughs> rabbit. He is a they rabbit. They better show up. They better show up in this. James Gunn's fucking movies would be the perfect place for Captain Carrot to show up yeah, and, the and stand crew, alongside Superman. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here to show a shazam if he really wanted to bring zachary levi in for a cameo he'd do it where zachary levi is an earth five shazam in a crisis or some multiverse situation who stands yeah. next to superman as the superman fastest that would be an yeah. uh, awesome fucking tribute to history the way shazam was originally supposed to be before the tournament you know whatever he is now um yeah it'd be sick i have all these ideas for what they could do but i'm just a fan and my ideas probably cost too much money or whatever <laughs> it's sh it shouldn't i mean they have all the money in the world they've now become all one streaming service haven't they hasn't that happened yet <laughs> not like yet though it just happened with all the sports stuff and that's insane yeah you see so we'll get there we're getting there we're, we're step by step it's gonna happen i Tables was back, baby <laughs> They need to get to whatever crossover they teased a while ago. That? DC and Marvel. That's never happening. Jeff Johns. <laughs> no. just... The I people who Jeff... wrote that are dead. <laughs> that was just Je that was just Johns being a you know like a hopeful. It's happened before. It'll happen again. Type of yeah. thing. You know. You can like... literally say that, and it's like saying, "I know this month it will rain." Yeah, yeah, like someday, you know, and someday this will happen, but don't worry about it. It'll be fine. That's your head. <laughs> well, good thing we don't have to say someday around here. We'll be back here next week, and we'll always pat your head because it is going to be okay, depending on uh, which earth you're on when all this uh, goes down. But, yeah, we do this each and every week as a part of the major issues podcast talk about the latest and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media we just uh put up a new schedule of episodes we're going to be tackling all kinds of stuff <sighs> madam webb comes out in a week that's that's oh, gonna happen sorry. it's gonna happen to all of us oh you're not gonna see well you've actually have some on yeah. your list you've never seen right still to this day yeah out of principle yeah, standing on business well, it's not like it's hard to find. It's not like I'm forcing myself <laughs> not to. Yeah, you know, it'd be if it'd be more if I had to if I wanted to. But I was like, no, I won't yeah. because I won't support it. But no, I just I just have no interest whatsoever. You're, now, Madam Webb, running out of room with it with it playing. I'll give Madam Webb the uh, the fact that it has Sydney Sweeney in it. Right. Uh, 
that's that's about where that's that's that puts it ahead of pretty much every other Sony Spider movie, Spider Man list Spider film movie right now. Uh, that's I'm pretty sure to... she's AI generated as well. I want to see I'm that sure birth certificate. She, she popped up I... out of nowhere. <laughs> 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 I really want to see that. Is this what the is this what the metaverse was the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> were we in the metaverse all along? I don't know. But what you guys know is that we'll be here each and every week as part of the Major Issues Podcast, which is available wherever podcasts are found. Podbean, Stitcher, the Apple Podcast app, TuneFind, YouTube, Spotify, and more. Every podcast directory hosts the Major Issues Podcast. So just use whatever one you're already using. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. All the episodes live over at comicbookclick.com, the one stop for everything comic book click. Every episode of the Major Issues Podcast, our articles. Um, uh, the quickest way for us, uh, for quick, bleh, quickest way for you guys to get to our merchandise. Uh-huh. If you can hit that shop CBC link, and if you hit that support CBC link, it will take you to our Patreon, patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse, where for as little as 10 cents a day, $3 a month, you can help us keep our lights on here and afford the hardware and the software we need to keep providing you guys content free of charge. Like I said, Major Issues comes out everywhere, including YouTube, but we also have a YouTube video series called Major Previews that just dropped its second episode, giving you guys some recommendations for February comics that you should pick up and some that I'm extremely interested in. Bro, there's like a hell-themed succession comic coming out of uh image oh shit he's right uh someone i knew and now i can't remember (laughs) (laughs) well if it it interested you then i have to imagine it was a good writer at least (laughs) yeah and it was also something like uh you know the ruler of hell has to decide between his three bratty children which one gets the the empire and does he even want to give it up and i'm like this Uh sounds very cool (laughs) sounds a little like um Actually reminds me of uh East to West a little bit. But uh Yeah. That's Snyder, day. right? Uh Hickman. Jonathan Hickman. Hickman, 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 Hickman. The God. The God. Oh yeah, man. He's getting his own universe. I, oh, I can't wait to start covering I, uh, one of the here's one for free. One of the ones that I put on my major previews is Ultimate Black Panther, number one, coming out this month. Uh, Ooh, that's of- right that's right i'm actually excited for that too um this whole ultimate universe uh i will be it- reading ra and Konshu are f- teaming up to, right? to take down the black what panther the i'm like fuck? what is going on so yeah. so many good recommendations so make sure you guys are checking out the major previews youtube series and you're following us on social media at facebook.com slash comic book click instagram at comic book click and you're using that hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest hottest latest and greatest things to come to comic book comic books and comic book media we're growing exponentially on social media uh thanks to you guys liking sharing commenting so keep all that going tell your friends to tell a friend uh like share and subscribe you know all the jazz give us five stars on itunes it's the quickest way for us to grow as podcasters find out what you like and what you don't because uh, i've been to the future where we do become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media but i can't tell you how you do it because then dwayne johnson will become a board member at your favorite company and he will end up ruining things in ways that you could never imagine and no one wants that to happen so uh don't mess up time make sure that you're on uh 
all our social media become our friends we need friends um but we're not the only ones cooking up some content over on this side yogi tell them what you're up to over on the dirt sheet radio side dirt sheet radio social media hub for pro wrestling fans to enjoy the world of pop culture uh as well as you can find us streaming every single day uh about or about the latest pro wrestling shows after after every single major wrestling show on television we have an immediate post show recap and review stream because when the show's over the hype is still there you want to talk with some friends but nobody else is watching wrestling with you so what do you do you hop over to dirty radio you hang out with the guys you jump in the chat you harass them you laugh at them you talk shit with them and you enjoy the company uh yep, that's yep, mondays yep. tuesdays wednesdays thursdays fridays saturdays and some mon- uh some sundays when you initially said every day i was like that's not true that is true we do have yeah. wrestling on now every day <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what kind of world that we live in but yes you can see why me and yogi uh get along so well we have all of this energy good bad or indifferent towards the things that we like and we're passionate in and all we care about is dispersing that energy amongst like-minded people and getting some of that energy back it's what really charges up uh things over here at comic book click and the major issues podcast so keep reaching out like i said reach out to us on social media we're gonna put dirt sheet radios links in the uh the their link tree in the description of this episode so you can get to all their links they're killing it across the board over there go over there then come back to us over here then tell people from over there to come over here and then tell people from yes. over here to go over there yes absolutely cook uh cross promote uh and cross pollute whatever whatever, whatever words people are using i'm cross not too promotion. sure cross promotion cross. Would be fun wouldn't it yeah yeah i dig it hey bro dun 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 um but <laughs> <laughs> but my name is george serrano aka the don this is john escudero aka yogi and this has been our justice league crisis on infinite earths Part one, recap and review. And remember, whether you're an owl man, a monitor, a sight for sore eyes, or a harbinger of things to come, remember, remember that we are the click. And always remember that you, yes, you are worthy. <laughs>